How's it going, team? We are here on episode number 66. It is Craig Harriman on the microphone with my lovely wife, Emily. Hello. Hello. Don't know why I did that. Um, we're not, man, I don't even know. How long has it been? Six, four weeks? Four weeks. Four on weeks. Sunday. Last Sunday, it was four weeks yesterday. exactly. Four weeks yesterday oh, since. yesterday, Sunday, God. What day is it? <gasps> so, four weeks since the gym shut down. Um, obviously, everything's really unknown. Everything's upside down. Everything's super chaotic. And life's just completely different as we know it. And it's something that uh, Em and I have been discussing a lot pretty much since the gym opened mm. on how to manage this and how it's evolved and how to kind of handle it as it moves and we're just talking and decided to put what we've been talking about onto a bit of an episode i think the thing is that what th- is the thing well it's not a, i was going to say it's annoying because but it's not annoying to me everyone is talking about lockdown it's all we have to talk about and that could just be because there's nothing else to talk about but um i I think there are some things that need to be talked about. I've been thinking about them a lot. And so for this conversation today, I hope we can bring everything that needs to be said to the forefront of the conversation. And I'm just going to facilitate this conversation. Yeah. And then full disclosure, I've made a really big list of notes here. It's pretty much a podcast. No, no, no. What's the other one? A blog. Um, Just because I always get to the end of a podcast and I'm like oh darn it you should have said this you should have said that so I'm going to try to wrap it all up today and not get awkward that has happened every single time I've ever done a podcast don't worry and all 65 times (laughs) and then also we're going to try to close this one out real good oh yeah we suck at that too I need to work on that all right kick us off okay so one thing I'm going to start off is one quote that really really sticks with me it like resonates with me totally and I think it's a good one for today It is something like, for it being that important to me, I don't remember it off the top of my head, but the idea is that it's really important that we understand the stage that we are in in our life, and that could be years, months, whatever it is. Um, But this is a stage that we're going to talk about, and it's changed from the start. So at the start, it was March the 15th until April 1st, I think that was it. Yeah. It was a temporary closure of the gym, for us specifically, temporary closure of the gym. And I kind of saw it as a forced holiday, I think because it was really not out of the blue, but it was just a weird new thing that we didn't know how to deal with. So to me, I was kind of excited. It's like a forced holiday. I don't need to go into the gym and be there for hours on end. I don't need to be around people hours on end. I was kind of excited. Now, it's clear that it's no longer temporary and that this is probably going on for a little bit longer and that's for a different conversation. Um, But even if I compare like today's lockdown, Emily, me today, to where I was in the first week, I'm a different person. Um, So I just said I wasn't really taking it seriously. Uh, Now, we do need to take it seriously in that it needs to be uh, dealt with as a separate thing. So um, in between now and then, I can see that I've gone through a bit of a transition period. Am I rambling? Sorry. Um, That has been quite difficult. And I didn't really realize it at the time. Now that I look back, I understand that there were some things that I was going through. And I'm going to touch on that later. Um, But going back to... Where am I in my notes? So the first few days, I loved it. I was pottering around the house. I was having breakfast and lunches with my husband, which we don't normally get to do. Uh, And then all of a sudden, I kind of disappeared. I went really quiet. Um, I lost excitement. And I actually remember thinking about this or saying this to you, Craig. She didn't go very far because she can't leave the house. No, I didn't disappear physically. But um, like I, I really love writing and I have all this time to write now and I didn't even want to do that. I didn't have any um, motivation or inspiration to do that, which I don't think is normal for me. Uh, I didn't like contacting. I didn't feel like contacting anybody and I just got really grumpy and snappy. I don't know if you noticed that. I could watch. Yeah, I, I was just nagging at him for no reason. I actually knew that I was doing it, but I didn't know why I was doing it. Talking about the butter thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, And I was struggling to be motivated to exercise, which is very weird. Um, And I know that a lot of people have struggled with the same thing. Um, So through this time, I was thinking about it a lot, analyzing my thoughts and my feelings as I normally do. Um, 
and as much as I love my quiet time and I love being away from people, I started to notice that maybe this is maybe other people actually give me some of my energy, my mood, my inspiration, uh, and my reason to do things. Um, I thought about the importance of my routine and the change of my routine, uh, and I thought about all of the things that have changed in my environment. So something stupid as you know going to the supermarket isn't an everyday thing anymore the freedom of going for a drive isn't a thing if I want to go and see you know I thought I made hot cross buns the other day they weren't great but they were were bloody good I wanted to go over and deliver some to Sophie and even that was you know my sister I wanted to see her on Easter Sunday and that wasn't even something that I had control of so um I I mean going back to what I was saying before this is a really huge deal for us to be dealing with Uh, And the thing that struck me was that this all happened cold turkey. So one day I was, we were free, doing all the things we normally do, thinking nothing about it. And then all of a sudden I was locked down. And And we went (laughs) into that thinking it was only going to be a two-week thing. Yeah. So one day, sorry, that was just to get round to a very, going the long way around, but one day I have these expectations. So I have set myself up in a certain way physically. You know, I have my routine set in its way to maximize my time and my priorities. Craig and I do certain things to make sure that we eat properly or we, you know, drink enough during the day. Um, we expect our training to look a certain way. And we have all of those, these things framed and organized out so that we can live the best way that we have decided to live. And then the next day, the table has literally been turned upside down and all of that is, is gone. This is a weird situation. I mean, I know that we've talked about it a lot before and you probably already know this. Maybe us just talking about it now makes you go, oh, yeah, I never actually thought about it. I knew that was the way it was. But it's really uh, important and imperative that we actually define what has changed and how these have changed and how this is going to affect us all because each of these things will have a little knock-on effect which will then need to be dealt with in some certain way. Um, This has never happened in our lifetime and so there are no rules um, and there are no scripts for any of it. For me, I think it's really fair to say that we weren't physically, we aren't physically or emotionally prepared for it, hence the podcast. Um, Tilly's just come inside to join. You know, and then going back to what I was saying before about actually having a really great time in the first week or so. It was okay when it was temporary, but now that it's uh, quote unquote like our normal living conditions, we need to address it properly. Um, It's no longer happening to us. I feel, you know, we need to happen within it, if that makes sense. So I see it as going from being caught up um, pretty proud of this one. I, I see it as being caught up in a hurricane, or what's the one that goes around? Tornado? In a twister. Yeah. So we're flying around with all the other shit. So there's like always a car in there and like a tree and a cow or like a shark if you're watching Sharknado. So it's, it's going from being that person in the middle of everything, just going along with it, to being the person who's sitting in the middle. So you're in the eye, and you're in the eye of the storm, like everything's flying around, around you, all uncertain and up in the air. Um, but you've found your place where you're, you know, you're, you're kind of set in amongst all of this chaos. Does that make sense? Completely. Okay. And don't watch Sharknado. It's a terrible movie. We did watch some of that, didn't we? Just to see what it was Yeah, but like. I think we were like stuck in... We were in, humoring it. I think we were stuck in a weird country with very limited options and mm. we're forced we to watch it. We weren't even on so. lockdown. Um, right. So lockdown living. These are the things I need. I think we need to consider. <clears throat> and just quickly, we put out a questionnaire a while ago asking for things that some people have been struggling with and I've put them together and I hope that we cover them all below. So the first thing we want to think about is this is new territory. The main thing is that we understand that this is all a new stage of your life um, and whatever you were before which sounds very dramatic, whatever you were before may need to be reevaluated for a little bit. Uh, so obviously you're the same human, but respect, um, respect the fact that nothing of your day is the same. And I know this is going to be glaringly obvious, but understand what that means. So your routine is not the same. 
your input is not the same, your stimulus is not the same. Um, and as I said before, I think the difficult thing is that we still expect the same things of ourselves, but the whole framework is just completely different. But just to play devil's advocate to that is our routine is completely different. Our day is completely different, but some people's might not be. Some people's days, because a lot of people are still working from home, they may have commitments where they're working. And I know a lot of people that are working harder now. So if you've managed to maintain a very similar routine in terms of like still waking up at the same time, still exercising at the same time, sitting down and working from nine to five, then you may have be able to rescue some mm. level of normalcy. Yep, and that's lucky you, if that's you, but then also understanding, and this is, I mean, this is not preaching, this is not saying like, this is how it is, and you're all going to be affected in this way, everyone's going to be different, this is just, like, just in case this does affect you, maybe you need to look at it this way, um, but also then consider, so for example, my friend Kelly, used to work from home all the time, now her whole family is at home now, and she's like, what the heck, I can't do anything without my husband turning on his lawnmower and hearing him in the background of my Zoom calls. So there will be some aspect of people's lives that is not the same, and it's understanding how those changes then affect you in, in whatever capacity that might be in. Um, and then we'll, like, we'll get into everything as we move down this list. Um, but it, as I said, there will be something here that will affect you in some way. It doesn't matter how concrete you are in yourself or how bulletproof you think you are, there will be something that has changed. So if you don't resonate with anything today in the list, maybe it's just that you're open to the fact that, hey, I need to keep an eye out for some things that are going on. Uh, so tips here will be remembering that everyone will respond differently. So are your kids acting up when usually they don't? Um, are you grumpier than normal? If so, take a time out. Just understand what's going on. Take a time out and just say to yourself, like, oh, it's getting a little bit too much for me. I need to step back and, and have some time out. Just understand that you're not going crazy at all. Um, you know, sometimes we go crazy and that's just human. But for now, I think it's okay to say maybe it's going to be a little more often than normal. Uh, the other day I woke up really angry and I was just biting your head off for, new, for no reason. I knew that I was doing it as well. The next step in my head was like, oh my God, I have to get outside to go for a run. I need to put my music in my head. I need to podcast, whatever. And then I had like a mild panic attack on top of that because I remembered that I couldn't just go out and um, and have some space uh, and although, although that didn't make me happier understanding that I wondering why I was going crazy and it didn't really help you either um, I think it was important to acknowledge why it was I was feeling the way that I was feeling um, because these changes your mindset is going to be different so be respectful of that uh, because even though it's different from what it was four weeks ago it is still it is still you and and it still needs to be acknowledged. So remember, work with yourself on this. Like it may take a little bit of getting used to, may take a bit of reflection, some analyzing, um, but just be patient and allow things to go on. Don't don't fight against it. Just kind of go with it. Um, have you been struggling with anything, any of the changes? Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's been just extremely difficult to adjust to a different routine and make sure you're being as productive as you are usually because it's easy to get lost in the fact that, okay, I'm going to go to work and I'm going to be there until this amount of time and then I have to go and start a class. I've got to do work before then. Whereas now it's, okay, I've got four hours of programming to do. Why well, do I actually have to be anywhere at any point today? So if I can, if I want to spread those hours out across the day, I can. So the start of last week, I actually sat down and had to write a uh, time uh, plan for myself and commit to sticking to those times because it was just getting really sloppy. And I just had not having the routine, having the structure, which is usually forced on me, was, was a bit difficult. And then starting to get a bit cabin fevery in the sense that like we have the luxury of being able to just go outside, we have a street outside, so you can just go out in the driveway or the garden, you actually have gotten out the house, but just being stuck in the environment is getting mm -hmm. a little bit tense, like not 
emotionally just more like fuck we can't leave the house it's getting mm. a bit much so do you think that's just knowing you can't leave the house yeah or do you think then like, like you said you just oh i'm just gonna go for a run to blast some steam or it's like oh, i just want to go out and like i'm just gonna go to the shop i'm just gonna do whatever mm. you can't it's insane it's nuts i'm gonna get a permit because my husband's annoying so me. annoying when you don't have avocados and you want chips and guac <laughs> uh, but yeah i mean and, and it is difficult in a sense, but at the same time, there's nothing you could do about it. Mm. So you've just got to adapt. Yeah. So the, I get guess... a permit. Uh, yeah. As we are a community that's concerned with health, um, we'll move on to a couple of the biggest things that we've heard of, uh, which is, of course, training. And this comes from... This is me. So I, I can obviously only speak from my own experience. Who am I to speak from anybody else's? so you may resonate with this, uh, do not expect the same of yourself when it comes to training. <laughs> so you're not going to an awesome gym full of your awesome friends. To do awesome of, workouts. For, yeah, full of cool equipment um, and with a set class schedule. Your motivation and your intention is going to be totally different. I think that's probably the biggest thing that people are struggling with um <clears throat> i thought it for a moment but then i didn't really care was oh my gosh i can't i don't want to do this horrible hard workout i think it was like a burpee and a run one i was in a bad mood that day and i just couldn't bring myself to prepare for intensity so i just didn't do it and i'm actually fine with that but i think other people hit their head against the wall and and think like i was doing this workout last week why can i not do the same thing yeah today uh and i think it's been messing with people's head a little bit so i would say rewrite the script because sorry you want to go no um because if you don't find something that's going to work for you over this however long it's going to take you're going to come worse you're going to come out the other side worse off yeah then if you just tried and, and forced yourself to plan to do these workouts and then not end up doing them i think it's a <clears throat> it's going to require quite a, a mature approach of yourself to be able to analyze what's really important right now mm. and having the ability to step back from your normal self and be like oh i'm john and my goal is to get a body weight snatch and do this workout in this time and be this good at this has to be put to the side and understand that my job now is to look after my health and look after my mental state and just be as happy and stress-free as I can in this very stressful situation. Mm. It's something that I've said to a lot of people is what's really important now is managing stress. And training in itself is a stress. It puts the body under um, a position where it needs to recover and it forces it to have to overcome a physical, what's the one I'm looking for? Um, call it a boundary that you've, put there for yourself which isn't important right now you have to understand that there's you're at risk of becoming sick with a very which is it with a fatal respiratory disease that's not important if that makes training less important right now like training to <clears throat> learn how to do toaster bar <laughs> training to be able to sit at home on your laptop and not get out and see people and just moving is the priority right now you just have to understand that uh it's quite and that, and that again you can't just I can't, I'm saying that with a certain level of understanding that I know that and don't, I can't expect everyone to just be like, cool, we're just going to change now. I understand that it's difficult to make that switch, but I think that's what on a higher level people need to start thinking. I think there are a couple of, of things that go into that. Like I, for me, I have to have done like every now and again, I have to do a really hard kill yourself workout. Yeah. So there is a space for stressful workouts. We're not saying that. And even in the program, we've been putting them in once or twice a week. There's like a long, hard, sweaty one. But if you look at the day-to-day -day training for normal base three programming versus the day-to-day -day training for the lockdown program, for example, it's very different in terms of the duration, the volume and the intensity, all the program factors that would make training very intense have been dialed back to promote things like healthy hips, mm. healthy shoulders, undo sitting, yeah, it's more performance. It's sorry, less performance now, which is above and beyond. Yeah, and it's more for maintenance and prevention and yeah, mental and health. I've, yeah, and again, it's important that you stay healthy. It's important that you remain fit. It's important for your mental health that you move 
because you enjoy moving because you're interested in being fit and healthy but what's not going to serve you well right now is smash yourself into the ground day in day out and then I know people get this massive kick and there's all these endorphins that come off a really hard workout you still get that from just moving so Mm. I think understanding that you're not going to lose all of your fitness and that right now what needs to be important to you is being healthy and being fit and just moving I think it's been funny, Asher and I had a couple of messages back and forth. I said to her, I actually don't care about any of the things I used to care about when I was training at base three. Like now I would happily just do a 25 minute workout a day and that's fine. I don't care about having the heaviest duh or being the fastest at duh. I actually don't care about that. It's very nice. It's liberating and well, freeing. Four <laughs> weeks ago, I was ramping up because I was starting a training program for a competition and was getting ready to train like multiple times a day and smash up into a gym and smash myself in the gym. Whereas yesterday, we had three, we read out three pieces of work to do. We did the first two and we're like, should we skip the third part? And you're like, yeah, yeah I don't feel bad. I think we did a hard workout. It was hard. But... Uh, Four weeks ago, I would have forced myself to do that second part if I didn't mm. feel like it. Whereas today, I'm just like, ah, I've moved. It felt good. I'm, yeah, I'm priorities have changed. It's, yeah. I think it's nice. Um, so, but for you guys out there, don't get down on yourself if you are getting down on yourself because you can't do what you used to do. As we've said, it's not the same framework anymore. So the best thing that you can do is just stop, evaluate what you have um, and how you feel about training in this stage and write a new program to suit that exactly. I'm not saying you write the program, but like... Just shake things up and reframe things for yourself. So that might look like, Emily, I don't feel like doing these hardcore blah, blah workouts anymore. It, I don't feel motivated to do it. It puts me in a bad mood when Craig makes me go out and do them. That's not what it's about. I should enjoy or I should feel good. I should look forward to it. So, yeah, do what makes me feel that way. And you the same if you're struggling to get yourself motivated. Do you have anything to say to that? No, I think I said a lot. Uh, Same thing with your health routine. Um, So beforehand, your health routine might have been like, okay, I have my favorite blue drink bottle and I make sure that I drink that three, you know, through three times a day. Well, now you might not have your bloody blue drink bottle. Um, It might have involved like the food types. Like maybe you go to the same restaurant every day that's just next to your office and you order the same thing because you know it has the healthy stuff. Um, it might be the meals you make, it might be how you get outside, you might need to walk to the restaurant and so you get your vitamin D, you can't do that anymore. Um, so you may not have realized how much your healthy habits were actually tied into a routine of sorts, um, but now it, it's really important that you set yourself a new one that works. So it seems silly, but the drink bottle thing was actually a thing for me. I have a blue drink bottle. Now I've been drinking out of a big jar um, and I measured that the other day and I make sure that I get through that X amount of times and now I know that I've had enough water. I don't know if you're the same, Craig. Yeah, You've well, got I your use, silver drink bottle. I use the same drink bottle. Yeah, so, okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, so uh, we never, I never used to go outside when I was at base there. I'd be inside all day. It was so bad. But now I've made an effort to make sure that I get out and do some stretches. We've been going out to do some mobility stuff in the day to get some sun, um, which has been good. What, what have you noticed has thrown you off a bit? Saying I've, I've never had an office job my whole career from the, I've, from the day I started. I've been in a gym environment the whole time. And I sit a fair amount during the week at base three. But right now I sit a lot purely because or mostly because my amount of computer time has increased mm-hmm. out of necessity because now I have to write so many more programs. Um, which I love doing, but at the same time, it's just more sitting time. So I have all my usual day-to-day sitting time plus like, 10 times the amount of programming hours and I'm just sat down for four or five hour chunks at a time. And as a fitness professional, I always find myself saying to people, oh, get up every hour and yeah. move. And like now it's on me to do that and I'm not doing it. And my hips are hating me right now. So now we empathize yeah, and sympathize. Yeah, now your office work's coming <laughs> from. But yeah, that's something that out of necessity because of this lockdown, I have to spend more time on my computer and I haven't set up a good, um, either getting up, sitting down habit or a good workstation to accommodate for the amount of sitting I'm having to do now. And now I'm getting stiff and... Yeah, oh, that's horrible. Um, so you're jumping ahead, but it still fits in with this one, so you're not going to get in trouble. Um, for you guys out there, just as Craig has done, notice what it is in your day that has changed and that for the negative, uh, be purpose- purposeful and make a new routine for yourself. And the other one's sleep. Mm. We don't have to get up at five at the oh, moment. Oh, glorious. So we go to bed at... 
<laughs> so we get up at nine. Ten hours sleep last night, yeah. um, which is that may be too far on the other end of the spectrum. Um, but yeah, that's something that's changed because now we're not getting up as early, so we're not as tired. Come nine thirty when we start to wind down and want to go to bed as usual, so we're just up an extra hour or two a night. So we're getting up an, an hour or two later every day. And there's been a couple of times I said we'll get up at six thirty and we'll work out tomorrow. Yeah, and fuck that. That turns into eight o'clock. <laughs> um, yeah. Whatever it is that's changed, you're in. We're in control. I mean, yeah, we we kind of semi complain about it, but you know, if it was really that important, we'd do something to change it. And yeah, maybe we can talk about that later. But whatever it is that you put yourself into, whatever routine it is, make sure that it's realistic um, and that it works for this new new lockdown life of yours. So the other thing is just touching on that routine has gone out the window, um, and your home is no longer your sanctuary. This is for people that aren't used to working at home um so we've just spoken the change in routine is massive uh, but i think a big thing is that we now do everything in the same space um and it's important to figure out a way to manage that specifically when it comes to work-life balance uh so i can't speak for everyone but basically we we start upstairs we walk downstairs into the kitchen coffee breakfast we sit down at the table we eat breakfast we shift everything to the side and then we just go to work and everything is kind of an hour our tiny, tiny kitchen area. Um, I have struggled with work hours. And I would say if it's possible for you, try to set your work hours and then stick to them. I was feeling really aimless when I hadn't done that. And I've recently set myself a spreadsheet and schedule because I noticed that that was going to be necessary for me to actually have some switch off time uh, and then be strict on yourself when it comes to switching off from work, especially in the evenings um, and in the weekends. Obviously, if you work like an international job and you need to be up for certain time zones, that's going to be different. Um, But the main thing is just make sure that you have downtime and make sure that you have time for your spouse or your family and that they know that they have your undivided attention then. So I am at work, whether that's like shutting the door and being in your room, I am at work and then I am free for you. Uh, I also think the worst thing that you can do is drag it out because really – drag your work out because really there are no lines that are drawn now the distinction between me being at work and being at home there is none it's not like when we leave the gym we stop coaching and that's the end of our coaching hat Mm. kind of um so i I realized i could just be sitting on my laptop forever waiting for emails to come through and sending emails yeah we had a good weekend this weekend Mm. in terms like i didn't actually do any work yeah i stayed off my computer yeah give yourselves weekends and then just spent the, the whole day making yummy food, which was nice. Yeah, we spent all day making hot cross buns. Well, you spent all well, day I making did. hot cross buns. I made flapjacks and it. ribs and guacamole mm. and roast potatoes. Um, if you struggle with finding a schedule for yourself, get somebody else to do it. Like, Get somebody else to look at your day and ask you questions and be a bit objective about it because obviously somebody else will look at it a bit clearer. It's always easy to see things from the outside so if you struggle to set yourself a structure and a schedule ask somebody for help um another thing that i think is sad is that if your home was previously a safe space which i love my house it's always my safe space um it may not be that place now you know it might be muddled with the work vibe that you bring into it um all i can say here is choose try to choose a place where Work cannot happen. Like strictly keep it your time out and your safe spot if possible. I don't know if you struggled with that feeling. Yeah, a bunch. Like We've made sure that we clean the table now. Like we just had everything out on the table the whole time and now we're like put work away. It's not work anymore. A couple weeks we had like the podcast equipment all over the table and there's like cables for chargers and notebooks and everything. It just looked like a messy office rather than a nice home. So then we got better at, at the end of the day packing stuff away yeah. end of the week at clearing the table and like, make it look like home again and change from a work environment to a home yeah. environment i think that's important it and may seem it may seem annoying for you because you know you've got to oh i've got to put all this stuff away only to bring it out tomorrow morning but maybe that is part of your new life routine one thing i've played around with and i'm sure there's actual people who have written this out properly and there's science to back it up is give yourself deadlines as in like I'm only going to work on this task or on this theme of work until this point, then I'm going to shut down and I'm not allowed to do any more. 
And if you don't get the work done, that's your fault. And the next day you've got to be more productive and don't check your phone as much and then work hard to get that work done so you're not creeping into non-working hours. I think if you set yourself boundaries and put limits on, I'm only allowed to work on this project until 7 p.m. and then I'm going to shut up and not do any work. 7 p.m. comes and if you want to keep working, but you've set yourself that deadline and you haven't completed your work yet, that's on you and you've got to work a bit faster tomorrow. I did that the other day with training, didn't I? We were supposed to wake up at... 6 30 so that we could start training at 7 a.m between 7 and 8 and we didn't wake up until 7 which meant we got out of bed at 7 30 and I looked down at my clock and I was like I'm gonna be pissed if I don't have if I haven't trained in the morning so I got up out of bed and I went outside and I thought I'm just gonna run we've just got a tiny little dead end street so I'm like I'm just gonna run I had 20 minutes I'm gonna do every two minutes a 200 meter jog and I can only do 10 of them because that's all I've allowed myself and I was I was going to run out of time because I wasn't going to start on the 40. Um, and I thought, you know what? If you don't get done by eight, you're not allowed to do all the rounds. That's it. You're not allowed to do all the rounds. That's your punishment because you didn't get up early enough. <laughs> I don't know if that works the same way. It's punishing. I, came out, I got up four minutes later <laughs> and I came out four minutes later and just kept going. If you're really bothered by the fact that you didn't do your bloody 10, 200 meter runs and you should get up earlier tomorrow, that was my hard word to myself. I slept in the next morning. Uh, so the next thing is incidental activity it is, an, it is at an all-time low. As I said, we take two steps, we're in the kitchen, we take two steps, we're back at the table. Um, and we're, we were, as a society, we were already pretty bad as it was. Um, now it's really imperative that you understand that you are not moving during your day for the most part. One advantage is that the water cooler is so much closer to our work now. Whereas in the gym, you've got to walk like... Exactly. You, you've got to walk 50 meters. Just yeah. To walk. So, this, I'm saying this <laughs> oh, is an advantage. I'm far more hydrated now. Oh. I drink so much more water because it's not as far away. Okay, for this point, it's a disadvantage. Um, you are not walking to your car to drive to work to then walk to your office you're not going up the stairs you're not walking across the gym to go to the bathroom you're not doing this and that so your steps are down uh, and you need to make yourself move now it's really I, I think it's a little bit more important than staying as fit and strong yeah 100% when you get back to the gym keep this in mind when you get back to the gym if you have lost loads of mobility it doesn't matter how much fitness and strength you're going to do your movement is going to be terrible. And that's going to come from if you don't, if you spend too much time sitting down, like if you're not combating the increase mm -hmm. or the decrease in activity you've got and the increase in the sedentary yeah. activities that you've picked up, then you are going to pay for it when you get back. So to if it. you haven't thought about it tomorrow, just notice how much you sit down. Um, we have to be conscious about it now and you have to, build stuff into your day so you have to be in control of it it's not society that's making you walk here and there and everywhere something that i've got that's really cool is um em doesn't like it i don't even like it but on my desktop i downloaded it as, like it's pretty much a stopwatch like a mm -hmm. time on my uh like kind of like toolbar at the top and it's super easy you click and slide it down for how many minutes you want it to go for and it goes for 30 minutes or how long you want to set it for and then an alarm goes off I don't not like it. It just gives me the shits when the alarm goes off. It's like this like massive like it's a you are under attack noise. Yeah. <laughs> and that should be it isn't, but it should be my prompt to get up and like Yeah, that's a good idea. Open my window, my alarm's gone off, get up and just walk around the house before you sit back down again or go and do a stretch for two minutes before you uh, sit back down and start working again. So yeah. Tips, find a reminder somehow. Get up often. Maybe you set yourself a task in the middle of the day. Go outside, do some yoga or whatever, or stay inside. Um, go the long way around. So maybe you walk around the long way to come back to get your water. I don't know. It might sound really pathetic, but just try to move and get yeah. steps in. In an ideal world, it would be your alarm goes off every 45 minutes. You go and drink half a liter of water and do couch stretch for two minutes and mm. then sit back down and start working. Yeah. Um, next, your calorie output will be lower. Be wary of this. And this is not like a this is not like a fat phobia thing. Um, like it's yes, it definitely is definitely not a calorie counting thing because we don't do that. No, it, it's more. So for me, I'll try to explain. I don't care if I put on a bit of like of weight. I'm not training as much as I used to, and I'm probably eating more calories in terms of my, I'm having fuller meals. 
Um, I don't mind if I put on weight. I expect to put on a bit of weight. I, I have. Don't weight myself, but I know I feel that I have. Um, but it's the unhealthy weight gain that I think is worrying in terms of un- the unhealthiness of it and also the psychological pain that goes along with it. You know how we get with our body image and consciousness and stuff. Um, so I think there's a point after which weight gain is not conducive to health. Yeah. So. But qu- then also calorie expenditures at an all time low people are probably um i don't think we are i wouldn't say we are but calorie intake is probably higher than usual as well um definitely calorie versus calorie out as a ratio will be higher but um do you reckon people are close to the kitchen now so it's easy to go in maybe or again I guess people could be cooking more for themselves now versus ordering because they have the time because they're at home so that's one yeah really important thing you can be doing with the time that you're spending instead of commuting to what you could be making yourself breakfast or preparing mm-hmm. your own dinner and controlling it that way but yeah just be aware that if you're going to the kitchen and snacking a lot and you're not moving as much yeah then. and again we are not saying oh you're not allowed to put on any fat it's not that like we're not a weight conscious gym we don't no. talk about weight loss and, you're and a little bit fluffy it's all good yeah we just it, this is a decision for you just make sure that you feel good in your skin understand that calorie out put is down calorie intake could be up and there are effects that come along with that and be okay with it if you are knowing that you're not moving as much or you are eating more don't be surprised if your jeans don't fit as well Mm. and just be okay with it you're not working out as hard and you are not moving as much then you are going to gain a little bit of weight that's okay just don't be surprised yeah i would say don't have it in the house cool thing is we can't just walk down to zoom and pick up our favorite sweet treat in the middle of the day so don't order it yeah and if you're gonna try and do like insta shop or order it's gonna take five days yeah it's going to pass by um that. if you order delivery make make rules from where you can order from or resolve to cooking more as craig said i think this is awesome because especially here where you've got i know, I know delivery still operates and you can just have a craving like i'm gonna get pizza today and get an order of junk food but um, think about how long it takes for the groceries to come. So you have to order them like five days in advance. Mm, now you don't have the, the struggle is to, real. But that's great because if you do your order when you're in a mood, in like a healthy mood, and I'm gonna order loads of broccoli and just like get good food and stuff, you're not gonna be like, yeah, I'm gonna order Ben and Jerry's and I'm gonna get ice cream because you're not craving it at that time. Yeah, but it still might turn up on your doorstep. No, I know, but you've got to be ordering it. So what I'm saying is plan it so you do your orders when you're, when you're, like, when you're, you're feeling full. healthy or full or not like craving shit food or whatever. Mm. And order and be God, I've been craving such shit food and we've had nothing in the house. It's been so annoying. <laughs> think about us when you're ordering your, your groceries. Oh. Just think, would Emily judge me for this item no, in my basket? No, I don't judge for anything. Yeah, you do. Um set so craig and i we've tried to set the days in the week that we have a quote unquote treat which is normally a bottle of wine between two because between two not each if you don't one day will turn into every day i'm just telling you that um and we'll all be different here so as i said we'll all be different so find something that makes sense um maybe this isn't something that you need to deal with or care about but just be wary of this whole this whole food thing we've committed to a treat a day a bottle of wine a day so it's either a drink or <clears throat> and even our treats have been pretty healthy because they're pretty bloody lame much. it's like I, nice cream which is very good which but is it's just frozen bananas sad. blended with peanut butter it's fucking delicious right so the last part that i want to get into is uh, this is quite uncharted when it comes to mental health um we i don't feel like i'm gonna know how this will affect me overall and perhaps we don't know how this is going to affect us as I said this is very new Um, but for me I'm understanding that this is a stage um, and that it's not normal so I will recognize and acknowledge any dark thoughts that I have I mean I think if you know me I've read any of my Instagram posts or podcasts you will know that I can tend to be a bit more depressive and I will say depressive as in I'm not sitting here saying, oh, Emily's depressive. She's been diagnosed with depression. I'm saying depressive as in like a depressed mood. So downward spiraling mood. So I'll say that um, then if, yeah. So I'll move on to the first thing is no purpose. And 
this is not like a set. These things are just things that I have thought of. So they may not be an exhaustive list of mental thing, mental well-being things that we need to think about, but this is just what I've thought of. So having no purpose, I've, you know, I'm quite introverted and I, <laughs> I say that I hate people, but I think that's just when I get very, very stressed and overwhelmed with being around people and it just lashes out that way. Um, but I need to be away from people. And now I've got my wish, <laughs> which is why I was loving the first week so much. Um, but I guess I haven't, for most of us, our purpose will involve other people, whether you realize it or not. Um, it could be for others or it could be with others. Uh, I haven't quite figured that whole thing out yet, but I know that it is something that is affecting me as we go through this lockdown period. Um, and it will affect others. So be mindful of that. Any thoughts on that, Craig? I... Craig is the stable one in our relationship. Hey. Uh... Tilly just spewed on the rug. I'll be back. You talk, Craig. Um, <laughs> live on the podcast. Tilly's just vomed everywhere. Um, she's sat on your rug now. Um, no, I feel quite the opposite to Em in terms of like, I know, I'm not saying I'm a, a social starlet and I need, and I like love, been out and I'm an ex- super extrovert as well. I get quite grumpy at times and, and need my own space and whatnot, but I have been missing interaction and have been trying to make a point of trying to contact people. Just little messages on WhatsApp is enough for me to kind of just stay in touch with people and just keep some levels of communication. Um, keep some levels of communication going with the outside world i think it's important for i don't know because for me is in a weird way this is kind of the dream for me i want to one day own an online business where i can just spend my time focusing on creating programming or whatever it is i decide to be doing but the main thing is time like i want to do this I want to get to this position where I have time to be, to do whatever it is I want to do. And now I have that, but I can't do whatever I want to do. So it's a weird, like, I have this ideal job, but it's also come with these circumstances of like, and I get, now it's far from ideal, but come with these circumstances where you can't go out and you can't go and do whatever it is you want to do and, and just go catch up with people when you want to catch up with people. So in any other circumstances, probably would have been a pretty cool experience, but it's actually quite, not uncomfortable, but less than enjoyable for me, for sure. Sorry about that. Luckily, I have a house full of rags and Dettol. Um, okay, so sorry, I sort of broke the momentum of that. Killed it, Tills. Um, so the next one that I wanted to talk about was stress. Uh, the rules have changed here too. So new things will stress you out and you'll need to find new ways to de-stress. Yeah, I think this is what I was talking about near the start with the exercise thing. I've, I've said this on multiple different platforms and to multiple different people and I will say it again and I will continue to say it that at the moment, your financial situation may be stressed, your relationship situation may be stressed, your living situation could be stressed, your future is now stressed, like everything is stressed, you're just surrounded by stress. One thing you don't need to be doing is layering, layering in levels of unnecessary stress and at the moment exercise is an unnecessary stress. Moving and being fit is one thing but you're gonna have to learn to manage with all of these new stresses which you are not used to and aren't equipped mm -hmm. to cope with. And one thing you can control is taking out some of the stress that physical activity brings to you. And I think you just have to prepare yourself a little bit better for this could go on for a long time. We don't know how long. The uncertainty of that is in itself a stress. So do what you can to manage as ma the, the stresses you can manage, try and mitigate those best you can because we don't know what other stress is gonna be around the corner. The next thing is we are social creatures. So social isolation is going to mess with us a little bit. Uh, for some, the effects will be no enormous. If you're very social, then this is probably killing you right now. Um, and if it is you, then prepare for it as best you can and understand that this will affect your mood and your mindset. Um, there's not a lot you can do about it, but get on Zoom and Skype more often. Reach out to people and, and try to be in touch more. 
Yes, we'll we'll try and do more of them as well. I think it's um, this has gone on longer than anybody anticipated, and it looks like it'll go on for a little bit longer. We're now getting to the point where we're having to implement measures to try and keep community spirits high, whether that's through Zoom or whatever, because we can't go and catch up for a workout. Um, I'm sure it's going to make a lot of people appreciate what they had taken for granted in terms of a community of people to go and work out with. I know what's really cool is seeing so many of you guys form your own little WhatsApp groups or do Zoom calls and challenge each other on workouts. And you've seen a lot of that, which you need to continue to do because, like I said, this could go on for a little bit little while longer and we don't know how long it's going to last so just stay in touch reach out to people that yeah. you like you uh, you've scrapped with people that you've never scrapped with before because yeah, and these really are people cool. back home that you wouldn't have chose to skype on a you know you just see well i just wouldn't back. have made the time right and now you've got the opportunity to yeah. reach out to people family people who yeah. care about you do yourself a favor and speak to people that you want to speak to reach out to someone you haven't spoke to for a while um and obviously stay in touch with the people that you want to stay in touch yeah, with. Yeah, we're used to talking uh, to and interacting with people. It might be people that we want to or just people on the street. And, um, you know, now that's that's all been taken away. So make sure that you stay in touch with people. And another thing is to make sure that you stay connected. So talk to people. It it might, I'm, I'm not talking about just getting on Zoom and catching up about your day, but talk about stuff. So if this whole situation's messing with your head, talk to your friends about it. And as I said before at the start, I know that everyone is just talking about how crazy this is. Every time I get onto a call, it's, oh my gosh, it's so crazy, isn't it crazy? Oh, it's so crazy. Um, For me, that doesn't get old. I feel like that is my way of kind of trying to filter through and sift through everything and figure things out. So if that's you, do it. Like If you know that you're talking to someone that doesn't want to talk about... (laughs) coronavirus and lockdown anymore perhaps choose somebody else but make an effort to make make sense of this whole thing for you if that's what you need to do also uh, really important to talk to the people that you live with um, if you're having trouble dealing with it um, if you're being a dickhead for whatever reason it's because you're really stressed out about this whole thing tell your family tell your spouse it, uh, you know, as my thing was at the start, didn't put me in a better mood understanding why I was in a bad mood, but at least Craig knows, okay, she's having a bad day and then maybe you can do the best to just know that it's not him and give me space. Um, Make sure you tell your spouse that. You never told me that. Yeah. <sighs> didn't I? No. Uh, well, uh, well, hindsight is a beautiful thing. And then be... Um, I was going to say something inappropriate, but um, just be there for people. Like, just be a good person. Mm. Like, I was going to say be a good something else, but your we know what you wanted to say is it would make you feel really good if someone genuinely asked you how you doing, is everything okay, how you managing it. So many people have asked me just through message that how's it going, are you guys okay, and even just like that everyone's everyone's suffering through the same situation together. And it just feels nice having someone ask you because they care, because they are obviously going through the same thing. And they yeah, understand. don't underestimate the power of a little message to yeah. ask how are or you. Or like your housemate, like sit down and ask someone just like, are you okay? How's everything going? Are you okay with everything? It's something that you'd encourage people to do anyway, but now more than ever is just reach out to people and just be like, how's mm. everything going? Are you okay? Is there anything I can do? There's probably not a lot you can do, but just be there no. for people. Yeah, maybe that's all it, all it is. Send me a message every now and again. So a few things, fun stuff. We are stuck at home 24-7. There's not a lot of uh, fresh conversation coming in, as we said earlier, which can get draining and very boring. So ask each other different or random questions. The other night, Craig had a fun conversation. We had a fun conversation asking each other about favorite movies. So what were your five top movies from childhood? What was your favorite scary movie? Da, 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 da. That was kind of a cool conversation. And also we uh, Googled weird things that we were randomly coming up with I don't know what we got onto but we googled the small Indian or the small island off the Indian what was it called? coast that was I can't remember <laughs> now where there was a tribe that didn't let people come onto the island they kill you if you come on if I was butchered that story I have <laughs> butchered the story anyways it was just a random thing that we went and googled <laughs> which we didn't remember um what projects have you always wanted to do 
be as out of the box as possible? Like, have you ever said, oh, if only I had time, I'd do this online course? Well, you have time. No, you have time. What about lists of things you might want to do, what might have wanted to do around the house? Oh, around the house. DIY projects. Well, it might not be house related, but anything you have on your list of things to do. Because you'll be pissed if you go back to work tomorrow and you didn't do the thing that you'd been meaning to do for months and months and months. So get onto those. Giving it a big tick can be very satisfying. Um, be grateful for things. Ask each other what you are grateful for. We did that at the breakfast table the other day. Three things that we were grateful for. And then silver linings. I think there are a lot of silver linings that will and have come out of this. So uh, say those out loud if you need to. Ask your spouse what theirs are. Um, but just keep those in the back of your mind. Closing piece because we're going to do a really good closeout today. Um, You're putting a lot of pressure on yourself on this closeout. I know. I wish I hadn't brought that up again. Uh, the main thing is to remember that this is not normal, so don't expect it to be. Um, if you're feeling fine, awesome. If you're feeling weird, awesome, fine. Don't expect uh, to come out of it without having some sort of change or effect on you. And um, it, it's not right or wrong either way. It just matters how you manage it when you have those ups and downs. Um, I think the one f main thing for me is to watch out for mental well-being and if that's you, then, you know, keep talking, keep asking for help um, and then just be good to yourself and be gentle as you navigate through it. Uh, remember you want to work with it. Don't try to force yourself into anything um, because the normal rules just don't apply. So you want to come out of it feeling, you know, that you've kind of given honor to yourself but you haven't come out of it feeling worse you know if you're trying to force yourself into where you were before I just think you're beating yourself against a wall so yeah be kind to yourselves and reach out if you need help well said yeah <laughs> so sorry for rambling on there I think I rambled on a lot at the start um if there is anything that you need from us please get in touch with us we're always here and if it's not us if it's somebody else please get in touch with that person just stay connected and we will see you next time peace <laughs>